All right. How are you doing, everybody? It's Johan and Charleston. Today, we're coming to you with, uh, I guess, a special edition show of Better With Age. We have uh, two guests in here today. One, uh, he needs no introduction to, to CFL fans across the league. Uh, the one and only Deron Carter joining us <laughs> in Florida. How are you doing, Deron? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Chris? Oh, this is a spe- this is a special this is a special invite for Duran Carter because I got a real strong feeling that when Duran has this special capability that when he talks, people listen, <laughs> and a lot of a lot of people don't have this this special you know trait or special capability where when you can say something and everybody wants to put in on it, and whether it's a rebuttal or whether it's in agreement. Everybody wants to, to listen and speak out on anything you got to say. So this is the reason why I said I wanted to bring you on here and have you talk uh, today, especially with a person that we saw named Christian, um, with all the craziness that's going on all throughout the world right now. And, you know, in Regina, um, Christian is a victim of racism, you know, bias, uh, not police brutality, but at the same time, it's all in one hand and it's all related. And with all the people that we have on right now, we're all minorities. So we got all three black guys and a Mexican on here. So it works perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're covering everything. We're covering everything here. And I'm Guatemalan, Charleston. I'm Guatemalan. You got to get that right. Too. Um, we'll give you we'll give you a little bit background. Uh, Christian Banza, thank you very much for joining us here. Uh, Christian, uh, Christian and I have known each other for a few years, and to give everybody a background about Christian, he's a teacher here in Regina. Um, Christian, I got introduced to Christian. He's a football player, a former Regina Thunder football player, also a, a University of Regina Rams football player. Um, Christian and I got introduced a few years ago when my son was playing flag football here in Regina. And there wasn't any coaches. So Christian gave up his time and volunteered to be able to come and coach some of the kids. And I was, we were very fortunate that Christian was able to, to jump in and, and dedicate his time to doing that. So Christian, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. How you been? Thanks for having me. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christian, um, the reason why we wanted to bring you on is, is obviously in light of what's happening over the, the last little while in the States with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened to you a few days ago here in Regina? Because uh, for, for the people that are new to this and haven't heard this, um, I, think, I think we need to educate people on what happened to you. And then we'll let uh, kind of Duran talk about uh, you know, some of the things, how he can be able to better educate us about what's happening in the States and how to be able to make people better, I think. And that's the point of all of us coming together. Yeah, well, first I want to say, like, well, thanks for having me first. Um, and then what happened to me, I think it's, it's obviously not an isolated incident. Uh, black people, people of color all over, they know that stuff like this happens all the time. Mine just happened to get caught on camera and then put on Facebook, you know, so then people were able to really see that it does happen here. And what so happened? a couple of days ago, basically, uh, I was getting ready to go for a bike ride uh, outside my house, pulled my bike up, 
parked my bike on my car and then I went in my car to get some stuff. But I used this phone app to, to unlock my car. So it was taking forever, it wasn't working. So I was kind of just standing in front of my car. And then I reached over, got in my backpack, got my car keys out, got in my car, got my stuff, and I rolled off. A couple hours later, I got a couple of friends sending me pictures saying, hey, is this you? Is this you? And somebody had posted in a private Facebook group chat saying, hey, you guys, I watched the whole thing happen. This guy was breaking into cars. Posted it in the in the Facebook group chat, and uh, I was I was taken back. At first, I wasn't gonna say anything, and you know, you know, you know, us we're used to sweeping stuff under the rug all the time, whatever. But I, like you said at the beginning, with everything going on in the states and and the protests and the rallies, you know, I kind of felt like I had to say something. So I just kind of screenshotted it and posted it on Facebook, and it just kind of went crazy. And how did you feel about that? What was your initial reaction? Because one of the things that we don't, I, I think everybody, like you said, is <coughs> under the rug. We always seem to, to sweep things like this under the rug. And what was your initial reaction to, to kind of see the video of you getting into your own car, but having that, that kind of accusation of, of because of the color of your skin or what you're doing is, is that, you know, how was your reaction to that? What, what was, you know, how do you feel? I, I, the very first time I saw it, I kind of was like, ah, that's, <clears throat> that's, that's whatever. I'll let this slide too. But then I really looked at it. It was in a private Facebook group chat, you know, meaning that this person was watching me and then felt comfortable enough to post this video in this group chat of me supposedly breaking in. So first I was like, ah, whatever, that person's an idiot. And then after I was like, oh man, that's kind of embarrassing because the, the people who sent it to me were my friends, you know, so they were in that group chat, you know, and had they not been in there, I would have never known. So first, I, at first I was like, I was gonna let it slide. Then I was embarrassed. And then I was like, you know what? Let's, let's just go, I know what to do with it. I, my friends were supporting me, so I was ready to go. Yeah. Theron, how do you how are you doing down in the states with all this that's been happening? What is what do you think about this? What's your first reaction to something like this? Uh, you were a resident here in Regina for a few years. What do you think about how this happened to Christian? Did you think that the, this you know is this typical Regina? You know, what's your first reaction to that? You know, I, I would like to to hope to say that you know that most Canadians and definitely not you are definitely the people of Regina, you know, would have some type of racist undertone to them. Um, but I think just in the climate we have in the world right now, um, everybody is, is looking, is looking for some type of justification, you know, for whether it be in the history or, or what's going on right now. And just like how we said for somebody to feel comfortable, you know, to put the, that type of message out, you know, without any real facts. It just shows sort of, you know, how people feel deep within when they are in a comfortable setting. Uh, because you know, I, I, I can say I dealt with it with people just on the football side with <laughs> with fans in Regina. You know, people love me. I, I have people. I have DMs from people saying how much they love me, and then in the, in the same DM talking about how much they hate me now because I don't play on their team. So it, it's 
and you know, people have to look deep within themselves and, and see, you know, what truly matters. Uh, you know, it's hard to, it's hard for somebody that's not a person of color to put themselves in this position because they'll be, they'll look at the, they'll say, Oh, well, I'm, I'm not as I'm, I'm not like that guy or I'm not, I'm not doing this or I'm not that. Uh, but in our position, I think you can't discern who's less racist than the next person, you know? And, and I think it's just a realization on how, how we're learning and growing up. Yeah. Charleston, did you ever, have you ever had anything like that here in Calgary or in, in, in Regina that's, that's kind of uh, hit you to the core like it has with, with Christian? Oh yeah. Uh, I can, re I can recall like in early in my career, probably it might've been like seven years ago. Um, I hit, I hit a quarterback. I hit Ricky Ray he played for Toronto at the time and I knocked him out for the season. Like I, I think I separated his shoulder, separated his collarbone or something like that. Knocked him out for the season. And then right after that game, um, no, it might have been the next day. I'm going through our little uh, after-game rundown routine, and I started getting, like, ping, like, emails. I had emails from Toronto Argonauts fans sending me death threats and sending me, like, like calling me all kind of racist slurs and stuff like that and saying, hey, if you ever come back to Toronto ever again and I see you walk out of – and they'll name the hotel that we stay in. If we ever see you coming out of the, inter, the international – intercontinental hotel they're like i'm gonna run you over with my car when i see you crossing the street i'm gonna hit you with a sledgehammer or and, and i ain't gonna say all the, the racial slurs that they said on top of all that stuff but it could have been some little kid in his basement playing on the computer or it could have been somebody that was an adult that was serious but you know everybody kind of deals with that stuff on different levels you know and at different tempos and it's just about how how you react to it you know how how you how you kind of focus in and kind of like you, like Duran said, try to focus in on what's important and don't let it really get to you that much. But like everybody in the States, it comes where it's a time when it's almost, it's too much. Yeah. And like, as far as Regina goes, I know I've seen, I've seen Duran on, uh, on Twitter, you know, getting into a little heated battle with a couple of fans on there, probably about, and I've seen it multiple times. Duran on Twitter. Duran on Twitter getting into a few yeah. arguments. Oh, no way. I've seen it multiple times. <laughs> when you get going, I love it. I love the live feed. I'm here for hey, it. Hey, I love it too. And I'm, I'm always, I'm never commenting, but I'm always commenting with a random emoji, just smiling <laughs> and shaking my head. Like, I'm going to let it go. But one day I, mean, I am going to chime in. But what I think is, what, it, what he's correct about is he's highlighting that it also goes on in Canada, but it's also, you know, the best way I've seen somebody talk about it is it's like walking into a, a room that's very dusty with all the lights off and dim lights in. You don't know the room's dusty. But as soon as you look into like some sunlight or anything, you see it's lots of dust in the room. You just don't see it. Yeah. And that's the best and that's the best way I've yeah. heard described about racism, about bias and people being biased against uh, native Canadians or native native people in general. And there's a lot of bias stuff that goes on with with them, too. So it's everywhere. But 
no one likes when you talk about it and display it and, and show that it happens in Canada too. It's just not talked about. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was my reason for making my post. You know, I made a I made a Facebook post and I just, you know, and I and I and I talked about it. My reason for doing it is to show people that hey, it, it happens here, and we got to talk about it because if we're not talking about it, then nothing's gonna change. It's just gonna keep happening, you know, and we're gonna keep having them racial undertones and keep feeling uncomfortable in rooms when when you know you're the only person of color you know what i mean so i think like talking about it is a huge 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 thing okay now with uh duran what do you suggest then to the people here in regina how can we get better how you know this show better with age was charleston and myself we we always try and be able to talk about better with age you're growing we're like wine everything gets better whiskey um what what do you think could be the message here from your experience with the, your time here in Regina? What I how think, can we get better? I think just being receptive, not to to everybody and everything, but just knowing that there is a, another culture outside or inside of Canada that's going on. Uh, from my experience in Regina, uh, the native community is completely separate from the reg- from just the regular norm of Regina. Uh, I, I mean, as far as, as like the riders, we didn't particularly have anything native or anything. And I even made a, made a little fuss about it and people got mad at me. I, the, 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 the college, the First Nation college is in the shape of a teepee. And, and and which I understand the symbolic reason for it, but in in my eyes, it 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 doesn't make sense, you know. And it's just <laughs> like people need to treat people the same. The why the, the, the why is there so many native native men walking around homeless and everything? It, it shouldn't. I don't understand that barrier because in Canada, the Canada I've seen is very loving. And, and very giving so for one part of the community to be failing in a sense it was uh you know it, it's kind of eye-opening and, and and i used to uh, i kind of said it as, a, as a, a joke to on twitter to you know to make light of it but really bring light to it is that the native americans are the black people of, of canada a thousand percent and uh, people were just like, oh, no, that's not true. Native Americans aren't getting gunned down in the streets like they are in the U.S. And I'm like, well, if, is that the line that we're setting, <laughs> you know, for, for, for people? And yeah. I just think and that, and that's nuts that they even, they even think like that, like about no way, getting yeah, gunned no down. Way. Yeah. yeah, I don't even, yeah, I didn't understand that the, how, how that is a, a line uh, of demarcation. You know, right. saying, well, like, at least because, we're not doing just that. because the police aren't killing you in the streets doesn't mean racism doesn't exist here. Yeah. Like there's different forms of racism, and I think that's really what we're trying to say is like the different forms of racism that you aren't acknowledging that people are complaining about. That's exactly the racial bias that we're talking about. Very well said. Very well said. Yeah, and Charles. I even I even got a I even got another instance where it happened. <laughs> <laughs> in, in in Calgary, uh, luck being a black guy trying to get a cab. 
Oh my! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> All right, there oh you go. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, in BC, this was in Vancouver. Oh my gosh, man! Me and my me and my friend leaving leaving dinner, man, because uh, the BC facility is forty five minutes outside of downtown. Yeah. So, you know, we're trying to trying to get a cab. They don't. We, it's a far ride. You know, it's a it's a high cab fare. So you I, you would think a cab you want to take it. Me and my friend were outside for forty five minutes, and about twelve cabs zoomed by us i had to get a police officer which i did not want to do i had to go talk to a police officer and oh he flagged down a cab for us i had to do the same thing but the police officer gave me a ride home and i knew i knew they weren't gonna give me a ride home i'm like can y'all please stop like yeah yeah <laughs> so I mean, those are just some of the little things that uh, that yeah, that it's surprising, and you you don't think about when I think about my times in in Vancouver. I was just there in March. I don't think about that, obviously, because you know it just for me it's, it's different, right? <laughs> obviously, being Caucasian and, and doing that, and, and I, I I don't know if that's the same way that it could be, or if it isn't, or maybe for me, if they don't pick me up, it's they they look at me and say I'm Guatemalan. No, I'm joking. But then they they say that, yeah, they, uh, but for you guys, I mean, some of the things, all of, all we want to be able to try and do, I think, out of this show is trying to be able to educate people on how to be better about that and, and how to be able to have a different mindset on how we can start to be able to behave. And unfortunately for you guys, some of the things have happened and we just got to be able to be better. Christian, what do you, uh, what do you want to say to the guy who, took that video of you and uh, <laughs> I know what I want to, I know what I want to say to him. I want to go find him. That's it, man. I think the whole world said it for me, honestly, the whole, everybody said it for me. It's, that was the cool thing too about it is that that showed like the real Regina that the, the supportive community. I think I put, I put one post out and it was crazy and, everybody got behind it and every, i was getting i'm still getting text messages from people saying like that dude's an that dude's an idiot like don't listen to him uh, we got your back you know so i think like that shows you know how canada can really really be you know standing up to to i think that's the way it has to be if we're gonna fight racism is a whole community everybody gotta come together and be like no nah, that's wrong that's messed up just yeah. like they did no, I, I, I do agree. look like a nothing but a dumbass right now. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Man, he deleted his old Facebook, everything. And Duran, Facebook? yeah. Duran, what do you want to say to people here in Canada, here in Regina? What would be the message that you'd love to be able to to let people know here? Man, let your true Canadian heart shine. A lot of people in Canada haven't been introduced or experienced uh, a lot of different people of color, especially, you know, African-Americans. We only come from the United States. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's definitely different in, in, in between countries. But allow yourself to, to see what's going on and, and just open your eyes in a sense because there are people – down here uh, i think 
currently over 4,000 people have been arrested in the past week, you know, for, for protests. Um, it's a real problem. And if you, if you just choose to just go about your daily, daily life and say, oh, somebody else is going to solve it, then you're part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. Charleston, nuts, man. Are they down? Are they down there looting and going crazy down there in Florida? No, they're not looting, man. It's it's all peaceful protests. All those, all like I, I'm not, I'm not in an area, or I haven't seen anybody anywhere close to me that has been looted. It's all been peaceful protests, and I, and and in the area I stay, the the police are pretty progressive, honestly. And then what? And then just so we can hear a little bit from you, what do you got going on right now? So what are you doing? Yeah, right let's get into the details. Are you done? Are you done, <laughs> are you done with? Are you done with football? Are you still training? Are you? No, I was. So I was supposed music? to have a. I was supposed to have a, a few NFL workouts uh, before the quarantine uh, happened, and and those got uh, postponed until all this mess got sorted out. And so that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't sign, you know, in CFL free agency because I had, I had other stuff going on, you know, and the time difference between the NFL and CFL, the NFL is just later. So, you know, I was just exploring that route, but I also, in, in this quarantine era, I've been uh, making a lot of music and I have, uh, I have put out my first music video. That's on my Instagram profile. Uh, DC No Name is, is my rap name and uh, my, Next album is coming out Fourth of July. Nice. Okay. Yes. Coming called, out with fireworks. Oh, it's called Wake Bake Repeat. It's a it's a it's a tribute. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so what? Condone on this on this webcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what 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 position were you trying to hope for then drawn down for the NFL? Or are you going what receiver or DB? Nah, re- receiver. You know, receiver is my ma- is my main position. That's where I, that's where I have all all my you know experience and accolades. Uh, but in as far as CFL aspects, uh, mostly CFL teams were talking about playing defense. What? Really? Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> like, hey Charleston. I was out there with Charleston on on, on defense. You yeah, know? yeah. I I, I I can hold my own. Watching you play defense is the most unorthodox thing. But it works. yeah, I, man, I do that. On, I do that on purpose because I I play I play receiver, like every. Receiver has been up against a DB or a good DB, and they know what's going. What's going you're not going to know what I, I know. What the plays are, I know what the combinations are. I know what's going. So I don't have to be standing in a particular area. You know, it's just I think my view of the game and my overall knowledge on offense just allows me to play very comfortable on defense. Of course, it it got me beat a few times. I can't lie, and then next, and there's a growing pains in that. Uh, but I think just. Every play, you know, uh, my knowledge on defense just kept on growing and growing, leaps and bounds. Yeah, and and nice. any uh, I like it. Any any CFL then teams that have reached out of late, or, or are you looking? Oh at- yeah, man, I can't. Oh yeah, I, I I can't I can't tell you what I got yeah. going on because then they then they gonna see this yeah. and will then be like, oh no, that's what see that's what happened. 
they see they see everything and they be like, oh, we know so and so. This was yeah. talking to so and so. Yeah. So you got so you got to name the teams you don't want to play for then. Right, because then not because yeah. then I could be like, oh no, the right the writers that hit me up. And everybody be like, Deron Carter says he'll play for the Riders again. And yeah. <laughs> You're going to have Justin Dunk calling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, Charleston, anything else you want to add? Oh, that's it, man. I hope everybody got a good chance to, uh, to listen to this, kind of get everybody's view of, you know, everything that's going on as far as, you know, police brutality, racism, you know, being biased to other people. And to know that that's, those are horrible things. Um, Christian, I hope I get to meet you in person one day and yes, not do video chat. It looks like you on a different planet as is. <laughs> right. Uh, planetary green screen. <laughs> yeah. Duran, I hope I get to see you again on the field or play with you or against you. Yes, don't sir. As long as I see you again, it's, it's all good. But the reason why we started this podcast is because it's called Better With Age. And the reason why we called it better with age is not only because myself, but there's a lot of there's many things that get better with age. It could be wine, it could be cheese, it could be whiskey. There's a bunch of things that get better with age. But the most important thing that gets better with age is friendships. And as long as you got good friends around you, like you derive, Kristen and Johan, you'll always be great everywhere you go. And you know, I'll reach out to y'all anytime I, I can. I'm here for y'all, as long as y'all are here for me. Thanks for being on this webcast. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. See you guys. All the best to you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Take it easy, y'all. Thank you, Johan. All right, Christian. Thank you, guys. Yeah, DC, take care, bro.